Hey everyone, it is Griff's Brain Dump and it's episode 48 and it's me, Griff, obviously. Um, I'm recording this for the second time because I just have a bit more energy this time around. I mean, I've recorded it before, it's just like I didn't give a shit. Uh, but I'm alright now, I'm good, I'm good, I'm, I'm getting getting excited, getting a bit buzzy. I've got a gig on later today, right? A uh, gig on with Luxury NYE, um, I'll be there. Ori Styler, Axel Blake, Shabba, uh, and Junior Booker. So I'm going to burp. Oh, I think I burped away from the mic. He didn't need to hear that. And um, yeah, so it should be a good gig tonight. Marv Abbey is hosting it from Free Shots Tequila Podcast. That'd be good. Should be a laugh. I say it'd be good. I might be shit. I'm in that little, uh, in that little mode. I was just listening to a recording of myself yesterday. I performed in Hoxton yesterday. And um, the crowd liked it, but I knew I weren't that good. But it was good to hear myself not be that good, because then it just puts me in the zone. Just try and knock tonight's gig out the fucking park. I'm going to try and knock it out the park. It'd be funny I'll say all this, and then, you know, you hear how shit I was next week. <laughs> but it's the last gig of 2017, so I've got to get out of a bang. It's been a good year for me, comedy-wise. Comedy X Factor, King Gong. I mean, can't rest on my laurels, though. So... I am uh, looking forward to uh, to gigging tonight. Be good, be good, man. But um, yeah, how, how's everyone been? How's your Christmas? Hey, how was it? Go see your family, did you? Oh, look, our kids come home. Are you alright, lad? Oh, oh, look, go say hi to your nan. Go on, go say hi to your nana. Go say hi to your nan and your dad and your mum and your uncle and little John and big John. Everyone, all families round. Hey, old fucking family. Who's this prick? Hey, who's that? What sister's boyfriend? Who fuck is he? He's, he looks like a right prick. Eh? Well, he's alright, see? Go check with your other brother. Well, is he alright? He's not a prick, not a no bit. Alright, fucking, I'll, I'll be alright to him then. Won't smash a fucking roast potato in his face. Alright, geezer. Sister's boyfriend, man, she? Alright, fair enough. Come and see the madhouse, have you? <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know how your Christmas was. You might hate Christmas. You might like, oh, fuck's sake. As soon as that turkey's done, I'm fucking out of here. I'm fucking off. Seriously, when you two die, I'm not seeing any of these twats again. Don't talk about your brother and sister like that. They are twats. I don't want to see them again. See, I don't know how your Christmas is going to be. I don't know. I don't know how your Christmas was. Um, my Christmas was lovely. It was lovely. It was a packed house. Nine of us this Christmas, usually five. Increased it to four. Who were the guests down? Special guests. Other than my mum, brother, sister... And niece, and obviously me as well, that makes the usual five, the fantastic five. We had a, uh, well, I don't know, don't know a, a, an adjective begins with N. That's good. A, um, the, uh, no, no, I mean, um, a nonchalant nine. That's not a good adjective. Um, ah, I don't have a thesaurus with me. It's not going to happen. Anyway, there's nine of us. Yeah, the usual five. And then it's my brother and sister's dad. Uh, my uncle Mark, who's my mum's brother, and then my other niece, my eldest niece, and her boyfriend came along. Hey, guess what, people? He's white, but it's okay, because I've had white people at Christmas before, namely Father Christmas and Jesus. So, so it's all right. It was all right. It's totally fine. We actually like him. Regardless of him being white, we actually like the guy. Top bloke. We made him cut the turkey. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure of the lad. People was asking me to cut the turkey. And I was like, oh, I'm actually the third. No, I was the fourth oldest man there. 
so I cut the turkey. And then my uncles went, make him cut the turkey. <laughs> and we just put the pressure in. It's good. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you had to cut it. You had to cut the turkey for uh, my brother, who is obviously my niece's dad. And yeah, it was, it was like, so how's the turkey? He's like, I ain't taste it yet. It looks all right, the cut, but I don't know. He may have messed up the taste of his cut. <laughs> but it was fun. It was really fun. To have, just fun having people in their 20s at Christmas. Um, people need to booze with and stuff. Um, I, they didn't drink as early as I did. I drank as soon as they got there. Um, I started drinking from about nine o'clock. Um, not because I love booze. No, because I'm a selfish prick. I didn't want to drive to pick my brother up. Um, and I knew that if I... If I got my, I sort of dumped some Baileys into my coffee and I made sure my mum saw it. So when it came to the time of being asked to go pick him up, um, she was going to be like, you're not driving, you've been drinking. I was like, oh, do you know what? You are right. I can't go. Someone else have to go and pick him up. <laughs> so yeah, worked my way out of that one. It was good. But um, Christmas was fun. Tried to watch the film uh, Bright. I watched that first thing in the morning at Christmas. Um I think the film was all right, okay? I think it was okay. What I think, though, it should have definitely been a flipping uh, a TV series, though, because you're trying to make out there's four different races, not talking about the skin colour, you know. I know that Kumbaya shit was all one race, the human race. But in this case, that is actually quite applicable. We are all one race, the human race. And it's applicable because the other people are fucking orcs and elves and fairies. So it's just like, yeah, it's time to be like that. Anyway, so this film's set in LA. Don't worry, it's not a spoiler. I can hear some of you scream, go, Darren spoils all the films. I'm not. I'm just giving you the setting that it is set in LA. And um, a war happened 2,000 years ago where the orcs sided with the Dark Lord, right? But they say this, but it's all rushed. And you don't give any background. There's no nuance in the characters. Nothing's built. And it's meant to be, you can tell it's meant to be some kind of like parallel, metaphorical, allegorical idea of race relations in LA, right? But it doesn't state that it's a, a parallel universe or alternative universe. It's not that. It, you're there thinking, wait, is this 2,000 years in the future? Well, I don't know. I, I I don't know what's happened here. But the film was all right. It tried to do too much, I think. Um, and it just needed to be a series. You couldn't make it into a film, uh, into like, a trilogy, I don't think. Although they're saying they're going to make it a trilogy. But um, they just needed, like, it needed to be, like, a, you know, usual American shit. Like, 20, 20 episodes. I mean, you could have done 10, actually. Six. I reckon they could have done six. And two episodes would have had to have been boring as hell. Or if they did ten episodes, one episode per species. So the orcs, origins of the orcs, then the origins of the fairies, then the origins of the elves, then the origins of the humans. And their perspective, all their different perspectives of the war. Then they would have the war. Uh, and then it'd be now. That's what I'd have it. Like keep, keep on flashing back, back to then, to now, back to then, to now. That's that's how I was directed it, and you know, and that's why I've got my ten part Netflix um, series coming up. No, no, I haven't. Oh, so maybe I should just like shut up and let let the professionals just do their job. <laughs> Everyone could be a critic, but no, I thought the film was all right. I thought it was all right. Um, 
but yeah, that was my Christmas day. And then my boxing day, it went to visit my auntie and stuff. And um, I drove. It was me actually being nice to try and balance the universe of, you know, my sibling fuckery of not picking my brother up, get my sister to do it. I actually drove my sister down to London so she could have a drink on Boxing Day because she never gets a chance to have a drink on Boxing Day because she's always driving. So I let her have a drink and I drove instead. But um, when you go to my auntie's house, the thing is you went and bring Tupperware. Don't be a mug and don't bring Tupperware because you're going to go home hungry, fella. That's how you're going to go home hungry with an empty Tupperware box. And no one, I said, no one is going to give you any sympathy. People will laugh at you as they fill up their four Tupperware boxes of chicken. Fried chicken, jerk chicken, fish, pasta, rice and peas, saltfish fritters, soup. Oh, it was a whole lot. It was all there. Planting, ackee. I think it was ackee and saltfish. There. Oh, it's nuts. Crazy. Um, but I forgot my Tupperware like a mug. Forgot it. So what I had to do, um, you know, just pure genius. I was walked straight through the family. Didn't say hello to everyone properly. Got a paper plate. Got a bit of tin foil. And started just piling up this paper plate, wrapped it up carefully, and just took it back to my car, put it in the boot. Then I said hello to my family. <laughs> oh, evil genius. Because when it came to the end of the night, I did not have to queue to get food. Ah, exactly. All my food was there. And you've probably wondered why I'm doing that stupid voice. Well, it's because I've been watching Gotham and Doctor Strange. I used to watch it religious, religiously when it first came out. All right, and then um, the second season, I just stopped watching. But I liked it. I didn't stop watching any kind of protest. I just stopped. Um, I caught up. And Doctor Strange is this doctor who just has this voice who talks like this. Mm-hmm. Everything is so dramatic. Oh, because he is evil, obviously. And he cannot be evil if he does not talk in this voice. Yes. <laughs> it's like that all the way through. So that voice is stuck in my head now. So each time I do anything that's a bit cunning or evil, I will always do it in that voice now. Um, so that's an explanation of that. Probably didn't need that much explanation, but you got it, didn't you? So we're going to do about it. But um, that's Christmas. And then the other days, uh, I don't know, you said, Quim- was it Crimbo Limbo? It's called. Does anyone else do this? Where you don't say days in this period, from Christmas Eve to New Year's Day, you don't say the days, you just say the dates. So it's the 28th, 27th, 30th, New Year's Eve, you say New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, but you don't say whether it's Saturday or Monday, because I just don't know, I always get lost. So it's now, I have to, I have to work out, it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday today. Um, which is weird, it feels like a long time since bank since like New Year's Day felt on the Monday, an actual bank holiday Monday and stuff. Oh, fuck, no! Oh, jeez, early onset of those Sunday blues. <sighs> but early onset. Just remember, I've got work in a few days. I just feel like I've got absolute Arctic tundra of shit. Cold shit mixed with fucking monsoon of hot shit waiting for me you see because uh i got promoted because you know 
I'll try to win at every aspect of life. And the guy who's replacing me can't start to February, meaning I'm doing two jobs. One salary, two jobs. Two fucking jobs. So it's going to be absolute pain in the fucking rectum, in the anus. Uh, but I've got to deal with that. That's that's my life. It's just first world problems, really. I can't complain. You know, you've got that slavery going on in Libya and that. You've got famine, people getting their heads chopped off around the world. You've got the, the guys in Myanmar getting their ethnic cleansing on. Got all that stuff going on. But I don't live that life, do I? So as much as I can sympathise, so that's not my that's not my reality. My reality is, you know, losing my fucking phone charger. Yeah, so I had to walk around yesterday 30% on my phone. That's my life. Hey? My life is my tumble dryer being too loud. So it's hard for me to watch Netflix on my tablet. It is... I mean, you might think I'm being selfish, but I'm saying these guys, they don't know my struggle. Do they even know how to switch on a tablet? Probably not. So, it's, you know, in the balance of things, everyone's got their problems, don't they? You know, real life problems. I ain't judging them. They shouldn't judge me. <laughs> oh, no. But, um, oh, because obviously you've got New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve today. Um, I'm New Year's Eve-in. I said gigging. So I think I'm going to go sober because the gig is like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minute drive from my house. Um, so I know how it's going to go. I want to drive and have a great gig and then I'm going to want to stay and just get boozed because I like celebrating very minor victories. <laughs> but if I don't drive, um, I'm going to have a shit gig. And then I'm gonna feel stuck there, and that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna suck. So it's always but I'm I'm a negative person, so it's always better to have a an escape plan. So I'm gonna just have the car there, escape. You know, if it's really good, you know, I'll just um die. I'll just have to just enjoy myself there and not drink, be sober. It may be less of an arsehole. <laughs> you know what I mean. Everyone thinks they're hilarious when they're drunk. And I do kind of like being, uh, in, I guess, in a perverse way. I thought I hated drunk people when I'm sober, um, which I still do, but I like watching them. I like watching them. Uh, drunk people, I, I know I've been a drunk person. I was drunk yesterday. But you don't realise how loud, how loud we are when we're drunk. How handsy we are. Big hand on the shoulder. Oh, that's funny, that is it. Just big slap. It's like, just use your words. Why do you have to talk to me with your hands? Why are you hitting me in the arm? And what's wrong with you? No, it's just uh, it's what drunk people do. I ain't mad at them. I mean, it's be fun. It should be fun today. Hopefully the gig goes well. Uh, I mean, I'm going to get paid either way, so it's all right. And now I've already booked for the next gig. So, you know, if it even goes really shit, yeah, tough luck. You, you've got me for the next one in February. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't go bad. It should be fine. Uh, I need to be a bit more, a bit more positive. Let's let's review the year. It's the new year, isn't it? 2017. What do you guys do this year? What was the what was your good year for you? What made it a good year? Okay. So comedy went well this year. Started the podcast this year. It feels like it's been much longer than that, and not in a kind of chore 
way. It's just it just feels like it's been longer. But um, yeah, end of February will be a year for the podcast. So I've got two more months, and I've been doing this podcast for a year. So I think I'll be over fifty-two episodes though, because I've done a few weeks. I've done two episodes in a week and stuff. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But um, but I was just I was just clocked. So I'm in my room, not in the car today. I'm actually in my room in the house by myself. So I can make as much noise as I want. But um, I, I just choose to talk at a normal level. And um, I'm just looking at my book, Charlemagne the God, Black Privilege. Well, really interesting book. Um, I didn't actually buy. Um, I didn't actually read this book though. Even though it's a signed copy by Charlemagne, because that's the type of guy I am. No, I knew he was coming to the UK, so I downloaded the book, audio book, listened to it in seven hours, and then I bought the book on the day uh, so he could sign it. And at the signing, uh, he, um, you know, the wax was there behind him as well. People said, oh, do you want to get a picture? And I thought, this queue's massive, I don't want a picture. Uh, you know, I was, too much male ego, I had too much pride to actually go, yeah, I want a picture. I was like, nah, 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 it's all right. Um, no, I don't need a picture. It's cool. Um, I think I also had like 17% on my battery as well. I was doing one embarrassing my phone dying. I have to faff. That's why I didn't want to look cool, you know. Guys don't take pictures of guys. <laughs> so um, so I said, nah, nah, it's all right. And I thought, well, I need to style this out. So, because I thought they might be able to see what I'm doing is. I went, ah, nah, I don't need a picture now because... You and I will have a pitch together some point in the future. And he's like, right on, brother. I believe that. That's what he said. He said, he said that. Right on, brother. I believe that. And I was like, oh, cool. I thought I need to put it out there in the universe. You know, these people do like the law of attraction thing and they talk things into existence and stuff. All right. That's what I'm trying to do. Talk things into existence. So I'm going to say stuff I want to happen out loud more. So... Hopefully, not maybe not this year. I mean, next year, sorry, or the year after. I don't know when, but it's in the universe now. So I'm gonna have to meet Charlemagne again under legitimate circumstances, where it's actually, you know, because of he wants to interview me or I'm interviewing him. That would be cool. I think that would be cool because yeah, I like the guy. I like his stuff. I like the Breakfast Club. I like brilliant idiots. Just, yeah, it'd be good. So that's one thing. Um, but yeah, what else happened in 2017? I think it's good as well. Um, she doesn't listen to the podcast, so you know, I can say, you know, meet, meeting the girl. That's going all right, isn't it? <laughs> Do what? That's what I actually need to work on. Okay. We was discussing this yesterday. What I, unprompted, I was discussing it. That, uh, this is one of those things. I'm not comfortable giving people compliments. Um, so each time I give her a compliment, I make a joke of it. Like as soon as I say it, I either say something really nice in a really weird tone that just sounds like I'm taking the piss, or um, or I say it in a way that it's like I'm I'm, I'm arguing with her. <laughs> that's 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 where I've got to in life, where I, I can't give people compliments that I care about. I have to say it in in a way that I'm I'm comfortable with. It's not about them hearing it in a way they want to hear. No, it's about my own comfort in delivering things. Yeah, so it's like she made a, a, veg, a vegetable lasagna from scratch, and she goes, "Oh, I'm not sure how it's gonna taste." And I went, "Well, it's gonna taste great because you made it." 
in that exact tone. <laughs> and she said, you're taking a piss. I go, no. What I'm saying is, is that I appreciate the effort you've put in to make a lasagna from scratch. So, yeah, it's going to taste nice. It's like, it's not going to taste shit, is it? It's going to taste nice. See, that's me. That's me trying to tell someone I appreciate your effort. And I'm looking forward to eating this meal. But I can't say it in just a nice way. I've got to, see if, I've got to make it to some kind of combative sport. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's... I don't, I don't even grow up in like a really like high testosterone household. Other than that, I can't even blame it on sport. I mean, well, maybe. Maybe it's that. It was, although my household wasn't like male dominated I guess like my friendship groups and stuff we are very much as you take the piss out of people you don't say nice things to each other so that's what it is I think that's what it is so I need to work on that maybe that's that's a 2018 resolution to actually compliment people in a way that they believe that my compliment is as sincere as I feel it is when I'm actually thinking it I think that would be a good resolution for 2018 yeah, I'll put it out there. That's that's one. But um, yeah, man, but I'm looking forward to next year. And I'm, and that's not because this is I've enjoyed 2017. It's been an interesting year. It's been a good year. Um, I think yeah, I need to get out of my head for this gig tonight and stop putting so much weight on it because it's the last gig of the year. So I feel like that's going to set the tone for next year. It's not. It's not the case. I could I could be really shit today and have a great comedy year next year, or be really good tonight and then does like bomb for the rest of the rest of the year sorry I burped there it wasn't me getting emotional at the idea of bombing it's fine <laughs> but um yeah that's it man but I mean what else has been going on in the world I haven't really clocked as I said it's that Christmas bubble crimbo limbo I don't know what's going on in the world like all bad shit stops happening doesn't it in the world I ain't seen a bit of news I've just seen just shitty Christmas films that's it. Why are films so shit around Christmas? Like, why? Or are they shit? Is it just me, again, just being uncomfortable with the happiness in the film? Just like, ah, what? He finds his parents again? No. See, my ending for Home Alone would be that Macaulay Culkin's character is taken in by social services. And then the family, is it McAllister's? They have to go through, like, you know, months and months and Dollars and dollars of legal fees and admin to get their child back. Because the sheer negligence of leaving a fucking kid. <laughs> it's like, it can't just be resolved. Actually, then again, they wouldn't have got the kid back. Because in my version, like the family guy version, he, he would have easily been murdered by those two guys. Like, if they weren't so incompetent, it, it just didn't make any sense, really. Well, then the creepy pedo neighbour probably would have touched him. I don't know. It's just that it's just a real world version of Home Alone. It's just uh, an eight-year-old boy is not surviving two men trying to break into the house. It wasn't like they had a great security system. The house was flipping massive. It just wouldn't have happened like that. Just wouldn't have. But anyway, that's pretty dark. <laughs> I tell you, this is what happens with me, right? If I'm in a good mood, I end up talking about dark things. It's a strange, it's a strange phenomenon. It's like my brain needs to uh, level, level out, like equalise. 
So oh, no, that's too much serotonin going on there. Let's let's let too many endorphins. Let's let's get that let's get that going down. Let's balance it out. Let's balance it out, mate. Don't get too happy about life. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, what else was happened this month? Have I seen? Oh, actually, just briefly before I came on, it's on Twitter. I saw um. I saw two things on Twitter. The first one was Stormzy, and the other one was Aloni. So Sto- um, the um the Aloni one was um people in relationships should still wear condoms. Um, it's not just for one night stands. Um, I mean, like I get it, I get it in theory. Like you know, you should wear condoms all the time. But what about when you want to have kids? You you kind of got to take the condom off then. And anything you try and protect yourself against before then, well, it's now null and void. Whatever point you was making about keeping it on, it doesn't work. And it's like, yeah, trust won't protect you from STDs. It's like, yeah, true, it won't. It won't, it's fine. But, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what she does sexually. So, but she's talking like someone who's never gone bareback. That's all I'm saying. Because, I mean, once you go bareback, there's no going back. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's true. It's literally like, if you, you remember when you're younger and you were always going, I will never, never have unprotected sex. Like, never, never. I will, I will be a good boy because STDs are real. They are very real. I'm not trying to get AIDS out here. And it's like, yeah, damn right you're not. I'm right, I'm not trying to get AIDS out here, fella. Until, you know, you meet the one girl. Just, I just take it off. And you're like, no, I can't. Just take it off. Just, no, I can't. Just take it off. He's like, no. Just, just a little bit. Just, in, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And he's like, oh. Oh. And then you see the light. And then, okay, all right, okay, take, pull it out now. Uh, need to put a condom on. And now it feels like you're fucking with a Timberland on the end of your dick. <laughs> I can't feel anything now. Um, but no, she is right. She is very right. You should um, you should be wearing condoms. It's, it's the right thing to do. So that's, that's your takeaway, kids. Wear condoms, even in relationships. Even if you're trying for a baby, keep a condom on, just in case. Um... <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. Maybe you can get condoms that only travel one way, so you can shoot the sperm out, but no diseases can come the other way. I guess that don't protect the man, wouldn't it? Wouldn't protect the woman. Talk about bareback. Um, listen to Strictly Uncensored podcast at Radar Radio with um. Sh- I can never say the, my name. My name's a bloody tongue twister. Sasha Chantel and Miranda Loy. Um, so I was on there with those two. Also with the CJ, uh, Brandon Palmer, and DJ Darwin. Oh, also big up uh, Archie as well. Man like Aki and Saltfish, as, as he got called on the podcast. Um, it was a really fun podcast. Two hours long. Uh, but it is actually two hours of very fun, entertaining conversation. So I do say, please go there and we do talk about unprotected sex on that podcast as well um yeah it's good it's a good podcast um that's what i want to do more this year though i want to talk on other people's podcasts more 
be more of a podcast whore. I hoard it up a little bit last year, but um, I want to whore it up a bit more. I want to do that. I want to have more conversations. So, also, the radio show, I think it'd be good if, you know, if we get a female co-host as well. That's not that's not me uh, getting rid of LB and, and Lex. That's not that. Because I'm, I'm the producer of the show as well. We just don't have credits at the end, so you wouldn't know that. But, um, yeah, it's not that I'll get rid of them. Not like that. It's just they can't commit to every week, which is totally fair. Everyone has a life and stuff. So I think it'd be cool if I had a constant female co-host and then those two just jumped on whenever they're available. Just as kind of frequent uh, contributors. I think that'd be good. I think a good uh, format to do. So... If you know anyone, if you know any females out there who um, you want to get involved in radio, send them my way. Um, I promise not to Harvey Weinstein them. Um, I, I barely shower in the morning, so I'll be pretty repulsive. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm just not. I won't Harvey Weinstein them. They're, in, they're, in, uh, they're not in safe hands, not in anyone's hands. I won't touch them. My hands will be on the dials. Moving that, making sure the show runs smoothly, and my hands will be visible at all times. I, I just don't want to catch a case. We've got a 24 7 security camera filming us in the studio as well. I mean, it's it's totally safe. I think I may have over overdone it on how safe the studio is, so I feel like a lot of people are considering it now backing out. But it's alright. It's alright. I know my truth. I know my truth. And, you know. There will, no be, there will be, never be any Harvey Weinsteinish allegations against me. Never. So, um, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. But, um, I was on my, what else did I say I was tweeting? I said Stormzy tweeted, didn't he? But what, what did he tweet? Let me have a look. Oh, we're at half an hour. All right, I'm going to wrap this up quickly once I find this Stormzy thing. If it is funny enough, I will talk about it. But if it's not, then we're just going to end the podcast very abruptly. I won't even say bye. I'll just cut it off. What did I retweet from Stormzy today? What was it? Oh, that's it. was him going at the Daily Mail. That's right, because the Daily Mail, Daily Mail um, tweet was popular grime artists such as Stormzy are fueling the use of skunk. In their chart-topping songs. Uh, that was on the 29th of December. And they got a picture of uh, Wiley and Kano there as well. And then, <laughs> this is what Stormzy wrote back. White rock stars, in brackets, and pop stars um, have been sniffing coke and taking MDMA and singing about it since the beginning of music. Just admit, you're anti-black and fuck off, you tramps. <laughs> Imagine raising your child, loving and nurturing them, sending them off to school and then uni for them to grow up and then get a job at the fucking Daily Mail. Daily Mail, embarrassing. You know how he says embarrassing? You, you heard him say it on songs. It, it's harsh. And he goes, Daily Reminder. And he wrote this one back in October, 18th of October. Everyone at the Daily Mail can suck their mums as, as well, from the CEO to the receptionist. <laughs> this guy. Oh dear, he's brilliant. I think he's just brilliant. I just like how he uses his voice to just say what he wants. And so he should. And so everybody well should. You've got the voice. And we've all got the voice. Everyone's scared about this PC generation, not allowed to say what's on your mind, whatever. Um, you are. 
you are allowed to say what's on your mind. Everyone's allowed to say what's on their mind. It's just you may get judged and you may get sacked. So just make sure what you are saying is actually worth saying. That's all. It's not. It's always been the case. It's never been you can just say what you want and that's it. You, get, you can say stuff, but you will be held accountable for it. Especially this day and age as well. So um, that's that's the message, kids. 2018, uh, wear a condom. Um, even if you're in a relationship and trying for a baby, yeah? Don't work for the Daily Mail, all right? Talk some shit into existence. Uh, be a little bit positive about life, but not HIV positive. Keep the condom on, remember? All right. I think that'll be the end of the podcast there. And, uh, yeah, I'll catch you a lot next week, where it'll be after my birthday celebrations. I won't be 30 yet, but I'll talk about more about aging next week. All right, catch you then. Bye.